Hello, and welcome back to These Are Bad Movies. I'm Amanda Ferriante. And I'm Amy Bell. And this week, we're doing one that I never thought we'd do. I didn't either. We're doing Star Wars. Yes. Whew. Which... Why are we doing Star Wars? Because I told you I have a hot take, a new <sighs> hot take. You and I have discussed Star Wars many a time mm-hmm. over the last seven years. Always in disagreement. Uh, the most notable conversation that stands out to me is... When I was trying to prove to you that my dislike of Star Wars was earned because I had been a fan as a kid and I (laughs) had a brain fart and called him Sean Solo (laughs) 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 to prove my credentials. (laughs) And so that year for Christmas, I got your like vintage... Han Solo figurine, like still in the plastic, and you taken a sharpie to the front and added an S. <laughs> like we've been arguing about Star Wars and its good versus bad quality for what seven years? I have so many Star Wars memories that I can't even remember the story that you're telling me. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, first semester of law school. <laughs> we were we were working on our um our big class group project and star wars came up and i was like no you don't understand like i'm not uninformed i've watched the movies so many times <laughs> sean sucks or something like that and you were like who <laughs> to the point of you gifted me a ruined vintage item as a callback. <laughs> that just sounds like me, but I've completely yeah. blanked that out. Yeah. Law school has a way of just erasing your memory. Yeah. Periodically. So like in the middle of the law school trauma, we had this giant argument. <laughs> in 2015, I remember to this day, I Do had Do you still have it? I had it for a long time. Did you lose it? I think I gave it to my ex-husband. <laughs> Why? Because he's a Star Wars fan. But it says Sean Solo it now. It does. I oh wasn't, my gosh. I wasn't ever going to display it. Like, <laughs> here, it's it's worth nothing now. Like, you have it. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I'm never going to, like, display a Star Wars thing in my home. It was always going to be in a box somewhere. Like, oh yeah, Sean Solo. And I can remember that pretty dang well. <laughs> I don't need the physical reminder, right? Oh so <laughs> so we've been arguing about this for a long time. I know, like, Star Wars is a thing you've, you've loved historically. And that I have... But past tense. Well... I say that because I feel like you're going to bring something, some spicy energy to this. Well, I I, I just, this is like the reason, Star Wars is the reason that I'm not a fan of anything. Yes. Because of just like interacting with other people. The kind of gatekeeping whereby another fan would give you a Han Solo figurine that says Sean Solo just to be an asshole. But that kind of thing right there. But is why I don't want to interact with here's Star the thing. Wars. Here's the thing. That wasn't the only present you got me. 
And so it wasn't mean. <laughs> right? Like an actual gatekeeper would have just gotten me that and like spit in my food. Yeah. So. <laughs> but in the last couple of weeks. And, and Amanda's like a 19 year old who had just moved away from home. Like first Christmas away from home. And yeah. I'm like a 30 year old woman being like, your Star Wars knowledge sucks. This is why Star Wars fandom is absolute garbage. I do know a lot about Star Wars. I just don't like it. You know what the 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 genre of music is that the aliens are playing in the little bar, the do 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 jizz. Jizz. Yeah, I like, know that. I know nerd minutia about yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. I just think it sucks. Yeah. Um but new hot take came to me when I like reacted out of the spur of the moment to one of my friends because Star Wars comes up all the time. Okay. I'm not going to share it yet. Okay, so we're going to watch Star Wars. But I blasted him away. Okay. With my hot take. I'm really excited for this because I also just have some general, like, tra- trauma to share about Star Wars. Mm. Therapy. Right? I love it. Yeah. We need to get this out. Audio therapy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe, and, and maybe for me, this is kind of more like Fight Club where it's not necessarily that the movie's bad. It's just that it has promoted bad behavior um you don't have to tell me let's just watch it (laughs) okay (laughs) all right we're back and the one thing that's been going through my head this entire time was i cannot believe you gave that to your ex-husband here's my reasoning and it and it wasn't your ex-husband at the time. No, not at the this time. This is why you were married. Okay. Yes, while we were married. At the time, you thought you might keep him. Yes. Not <laughs> Sean, but the ex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because here's the thing. Never in my life, in my adult life, would I have a reason to have Star Wars paraphernalia. Secondly, um... It had no retail value <laughs> at that point. It didn't have very much before her hand. But, like, anything it had <laughs> was gone with the Sharpie. Um, and I had been, I had moved with it several, several times. And it had never really left the moving box. <laughs> and so I felt okay giving it to someone who actually appreciated Star Wars. Okay. Still. It is what it is. All right. Now, I think I can move past Mm. this affront that, hilariously, I didn't even remember doing that to you until we talked about this. Yeah, get real mad about it. You should should gatekeep right now. (laughs) I do. I... (laughs) That is the instinct when Star Wars comes up, and I think it's what's wrong with Star Wars. Um, But I want to hear your hot take. Drop it. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. We have to do the plot, don't we? uh, Yeah. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a boy was really special, so they found him, and they took him on a really special ride of awakening his secret special powers, and then he... uh, Becomes extra special. He does a space war. He does a s- Star War. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a medal. 
And the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> do we need to do any more than that? <laughs> I'm happy with that synopsis. <laughs> Most people are familiar with Star Wars. Yeah. I was raised under a rock. If you're not familiar with Star Wars, then this probably isn't the episode for you, actually. Mm, no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, go, go listen to something that you, uh, a movie that you've already watched. Yeah. Star Wars Get out of here. is iconic enough and influential enough that if you're not somewhat aware of what is going on with the stars and the wars, then you should stop listening and watch it. Yeah. Because of its influence on, on culture. Background knowledge. And, yeah. And also, very few people this day and age get a spoiler-free experience of the Ridge Tridge. Right. So. Yeah. That being what it is. Drop the hot take. I just want to get right into that. So, this isn't one that I've had before, that we've discussed before, right? I, I'd like, spit it out. So, here's my hot take. Star Wars does more to um, promote fascism than it does to vilify it. I can, I like, I can actually one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, and that's not one. I mean, sure, other people may have already come to that conclusion, but it's not one I've heard argued before. Yeah, and I'm on the internet in some ways. And the reason it even occurred to me in the first place, because my friend was like, well, something, something, like, I think we were arguing, arguing about J.J. Luke Abrams, uh-huh. who I hate. Yes. Um, and Star Wars came up, as it naturally does. Yes. And my friend was like, well, Star Wars is doing a really good job. Like, Nazis are bad. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Nazis are bad? Everyone's like super into the Sith and Darth Vader and Kylo Ren and dressing up as stormtroopers to go to the premieres. And like, I don't know if you saw that video of the little kid at Disneyland who, instead of like being in- inducted into the Jedi Academy, which is like walk away sister. Like, do you know what happens to the younglings? I think you do. Like, like maybe the seven year old little girl and she like bypasses the Jedi is like, no, no. And like goes up to Darth Vader and like bows and offers her lightsaber. Like actually, um, it doesn't make Nazis look that bad over like over the whole course of the the media. They're like, two opposing forces, a natural balance has to be found. It's the force, the good the bad, the light, the dark, they're always in, in flux. And also, like, the the uniforms are modeled off of Nazi uniforms, right? Uh-huh. Well, the reason the Nazi uniforms were like that in the first place is so they looked cool. By modeling it off of the Nazi uniforms, you made them look cool, actually. Yeah. Like, no, it's not an anti-fascist force in media, actually. We're, we're having a whole redemptive arc for Kylo Ren's filth. Like, no. You know what? This was actually going to be my take, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, we are so on the same page here and have not discussed it previously. Yeah. Well, and, like, when it came out of my mouth, I blasted my friend's whole entire deal. It felt amazing. 
Okay, so I'm one of sorry. the things that I all right, one of the things that I witnessed recently is there was a, a video, mm. uh, also at Disney World, yeah, 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 I believe, or like Universal Studios, wherever they have, whichever one. But one of the like, haha, this is fun type of things, and I, I've I've been to Disney World since this was going on, is you know the stormtroopers march through there. Oh, fun. And a military parade. Yeah. In a military <laughs> parade. And like occasionally, like they pointed out that this video was like they pointed out a little boy that was dressed kind of like he was in the rebellion. And they're like, we're watching you. And everybody was like, ha ha ha. This is so fun. The stormtroopers have their eye on him. And it's like, well, like people will put like the Sith decal. I know. On the back of their cars. I don't. Do you remember when we went to the Black Lives Matter marches? Yes, and the actual police force targeted this like probably nineteen year old man, yeah, possibly who, child. Like it, it yeah. was hard to tell whether this was a minor or not. Honestly, yeah, I'm going to guess barely adult. Pointed out this kid. I'm going to call him, mm-hmm. and we're like talking to each other and pointing them. Very much in the same way well, yeah. that everybody thought was adorable that this stormtrooper did to this little kid. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And it's the same movement. Yes. It was the same thing that the actual police officers mm-hmm. with actual guns were doing to this, like, yeah. young kid yeah. that was clearly terrified i mean we wound up kind of like you know grabbing a hold of this stranger mm-hmm. and being like we're with you you need you to be just careful. need to know that this is going on yeah. and like we're with you back up a little bit yeah don't do anything you've got support right yeah yeah and uh, but they've made a game out of that that scenario they're they're like role-playing that scenario with three-year-olds because for money because star wars is so cool you guys star wars is so cool you guys it's so cool and like in the in the in the new hope um it's not that dressed up like they're very clearly the bad guys like they're just blowing up planets you know whatever but as the series continues it's like, oh, they've got motivations besides imperialism. And, da, 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 da. and it's like, I don't care that you have daddy issues. You're a Nazi. But people are just super into the hype. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I think causes it? And, and a lot of people, you see a lot of people nowadays, uh, especially those who are tending towards the fash. Mm. We'll say things like, keep your politics out of entertainment. And I think that because Star Wars does not show what the politics of Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the prequels, you get some sense that there is a political system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't actually get into the politics. Like, Who's oppressing whom for why and where's the money? You don't have any of the like, what makes the evil empire bad? Other than empire blown up planets. And black costumes. And black costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So you don't get into like, 
what they're doing that makes them the mm-hmm. Nazi, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You they're coded as this is a Nazi, but it doesn't do anything to tell you like what why should you code them as a Nazi? Mm-hmm. Aside from they blew up a planet. Now here's the thing. It must be nice to have such abundant resources that you can waste an entire habitable world. Like, what is the scenario? What is the actual, like, even in space physics? Uh, we can't start arguing um, right? realism in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, it's essentially kind of like they, they did a holocaust real fast so mm-hmm. that you saw them. Yeah. But you have no reasoning for it there's you know well we have you can't sit there and think that nazis are mindless right yeah nazis have an agenda Mm -hmm. they they committed genocide for a reason it's a bad reason Mm -hmm. but you can actually define what reasoning they used yes and this is devoid of any of the reasoning that would allow you to kind of see like what is fascism Mm mm-hmm Right? Yeah. So, you can imagine it's whatever you don't like. Yeah. It's just whoever's opposing you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real bad writing, real bad handling of material. Because, you know, they made the first movie and then it was like, wow, that's really big. We're going to do a bunch of other ones. And then they did that. And then they were like, we're going to make some more. And Disney happened and here we are. Right? And planning on making more and more and more and yes. more. Yeah. Um, and, and continuing this, like, let's humanize the villains arc. Yeah. Which is just like, no, I don't care. Go to therapy. Don't be a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that was the big new hot take on Star Wars. Yeah. I think that is what, like, that is the whole conversation. And I think it's an important conversation i I do it is but less like oh look what i brought to the table is my standard stuff uh, which i don't know if you and i have discussed about the editing because like george lucas falls a little bit into like the whole auteur theory Uh as as far as i'm concerned like people are just like george I, i don't even want to talk about it dude like, I don't even want to talk about it. It's it's not... Like, I'm shutting down. Uh, my show now. <laughs> I've got the reins. Amanda, take the wheel. <laughs> I'm taking it. My show. Okay. So, Amy's walked away fully from the table. She's in a different room. So, I like to let people know that George Lucas ain't shit. Much like Steven Spielberg ain't shit. And also, I learned something just this afternoon that connects the two and how bad they are at their jobs. So, the first three Star Wars movies, the Ridge Tridge, right? Um, They're generally considered the best ones by most Star Wars fans. And yes, Amy is viewing me fully from like two rooms away and just watching me go, I'm... I, you think I don't want to talk into a mic by myself? You underestimate me. So, the Ridge Tridge, uh, what launched the whole thing? You couldn't have launched it on the prequels. Just didn't have the quality for it. Um, 
people after the fact have put together like one of the key differences between the original movies and all the ones that have come after is George Lucas divorced his editor. Uh, Marcia Lucas, I believe, who was also the editor for like Taxi Driver, <laughs> right? Like, had credentials. Like, Martin Scorsese was like, get me the Lucas check, right? And um, she was the one who was like, hey, Obi-Wan Kenobi survives the fight, but like, give it a little emotional weight. Have him die and be a spiritual guide. So, like, all those Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, ghost moments and things, you can thank the lady who did it. Um, I guess their marriage wasn't super great because, obviously, they divorced. But one of the, the quotes from her, like, during these, these film editing uh, phases, because she stopped, her career basically ended um, after the divorce. Like, she's been very private since then. Um, there's this quote where she's like, yeah, like, I edited this whole movie for him, but according to how he wanted it, and I didn't think it really had, like, a whole lot of, like, warmth to it, and his whole attitude was, I'm the intellectual, you're just a valley girl. Uh, you know, so, so great dynamic there, but... Like, she, she would be on sets for all these movies, including one of the Indiana Jones movies, directed by Spielberg. And she she's... Because she was the, the editor. Like, if you wanted a good, big movie, you got Marcia in the booth. Um, and she's like, hey, there's, again, no emotional stakes to your Indiana Jones movie. You had this love interest in the beginning who's just disappeared for half a movie why don't you bring her on back and then Spielberg was like oh my gosh you're so right and then like booked another day of shooting to fix his movie that became a classic um and I just think it's so wonderful not wonderful but sort of emblematic that these movies that have had such a large cultural impact um, there was a woman behind the scenes piecing them together from the dearth of material George Lucas in particular had filmed. Like, he'd edit under his own power three hour long movies. No one wants that. And she'd make it something viewable. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's one of the big appeals. I came back. Yes, she did. Because I drew her but, in. But really just now. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the. the the watchability of Star Wars, no matter how many times I've seen it, it never feels long. No. It, it never it, feels long. And it feels right. And you have to thank her for it. And it's one of the only movies that still feels that way. You have to thank her for it. Because she'd come in and just be like, cut it down, make it feel human, make it interesting. Like, that Spielberg had a female character as a love interest and just like dropped her off the face of the earth and then this woman who like behind the scenes like went uncredited on some of the movies she edited um was like hey maybe there's like an emotional stake here with that character and you should bring her on back and like star wars the first movies are like notoriously uh dereft of women <laughs> and it's like 
I'm so bad at the whole fanboy culture around this because it's only good um, because of all the other hands that fixed it despite George Lucas. Like, even his act... Like, people have talked about the dialogue in the the prequels. Mark Hamill and, and Carrie Fisher and and uh, Harrison Ford were, would be Sean. on... <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the actors Harrison Ford would be on set like seeing the, the dialogue prompts and be like no we can't say that that can't that doesn't work and so in between cuts would be coming up with dialogue Star Wars is as good as it is despite the auteur and the fanboys can come at me. Yeah, and, and they do. Yes. And that's one of the other problems with Star Wars is that it is, it has fostered a culture mm-hmm. of deep misogyny. Oh, man. And gatekeeping. Well, it, like, it's in the DNA. Yeah. And, you know, kind of hearing your story about how what I was doing to you was definitely gatekeeping. <laughs> and it's kind of the 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 thing that starts to happen when you get too embroiled in a culture that that uses gatekeeping so strongly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's like a code switching type of situation mm-hmm. where you become the thing that that the group is. Yeah. And, and and in ways you don't notice, which is the whole point of this podcast, right? Like that's the <laughs> whole point. Like I did a dirty gatekeeping on Amanda like seven years ago. Which, like, as I am a critic of Star Wars, did not deter me. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like, I know things about Star well, Wars. But I'm not even, like, like I removed myself from the fandom, like, decades y- you ago. You can take the fan from the fandom, but you can't take the fandom out of the fan. Yeah, Kind of, I guess so. But like, I had a subscription to like Star Wars Insider, and like, had just the Star Wars encyclopedia. I bought the Star Wars encyclopedia with the gift certificate I won for getting second place in an essay contest in fifth grade. So you know how I'm uncoachable. Uh huh. I was bribed into being potty trained specifically for Star Wars shaped themed uh gummies. <laughs> that was what it took. Yeah. Like I like random time I cannot tell you how many times I've seen the first three movies because I would just anytime I felt like seeing a Star Wars plug in one of the three VHS tapes I had uh Hoping it was the one I wanted to see because I could not read. <laughs> and just going with whatever I got. <laughs> so it was fun as an adult now to watch A New Hope again and just go, okay, so this is the one with the trash compactor scene. Because I- <laughs> it was just so scrambled in yeah. your kid brain. Yeah. And like I'd be like, I want to watch the trash compactor scene and end up like with Ewoks or... I don't want to watch the trash compactor scene. I want the Ewoks and end up like watching some other thing. <laughs> like I just could not keep them straight. 
Yeah. So I saw Star Wars a lot. Um, it's the reason I'm continent. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not a fan. So I would read the encyclopedia. Mm. And I have great memorization skills. And I was memorizing, like, Star Wars facts. And I'd read all the Star Wars trivia. And I would read... Um, all of the like articles on like what's new and I mean leading up to the Star Wars re-release not mm. the prequels mm -hmm. but the theatrical release of the original trilogy mm. leading up to the prequels I mean well up, I, I couldn't read yet up so. to the minute up to the minute <laughs> knowledge I mean this was before I had the internet yeah even yeah right like I, I'm I'm decently young at this time um you had the subscriptions i mean the internet like i had could get on the internet if you went someplace i just didn't have in my house yeah, yeah, yeah right and um i would go and talk to people with this shared interest mm -hmm. and it was horrifically nasty yeah so this was also like the beginning of um like shortly after getting the encyclopedias when I got the internet in the house mm. and it was like you could be in AOL chat rooms was kind of like ooh, one ooh, of the biggest things ooh, right not gonna be a good story oh it's not well like people are mean online they are but it was also one of those things where people would come at me mm -hmm. uh, in particular yeah and would would try to it was the oh yeah name three songs by that band whose t-shirts you're you know mm -hmm. that very stereotypical man gatekeeping woman out of fandom right as a 16 year old wearing a pink floyd t-shirt because no one's ever heard of pink floyd having men in their 50s and 60s be like do you know who they are yeah it's like ah uh, no i don't <laughs> Yeah. Tell me about yes, it. Yes. And like uh being like I think maybe 12 years old mm -hmm. and in the wild west of internet. Mm. It it I was compelled to like no, I've I've memorized my encyclopedia. I have like like they would come at me like I didn't know anything about Star Wars and I'm just sitting there going, but objectively I know like a whole bunch about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like Anyone can kind of pick their most obscure nonsense thing that no one else is going to know. Yeah. You the world is vast enough to do that. And the Star Wars world is vast enough to do that. You can, you can like gl glom on to something. Yeah. Right. But I, I think the more they do in that realm, the stupider <laughs> their internal world building gets. I'm like, Midichlorians? How's, how's it pronounced? <laughs> Midichlorians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's something you could do in your fiction, I suppose. Cool story. And, like, none of that's in the first one. Yeah. Which is going to be the the standard. Yeah. That everything else is measured against. Yeah. But I, I, I really, like, I fought yeah. constantly to, like, hold my ground. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm... I'm young, the whole uh, 
toxic fandom dialogue hadn't really started to come up yet so it felt very personal and not structural and it and it does feel like the star wars fandom is is, why they talk about that is uh largely male at least in like the ways a lot of other ones aren't well i don't know i mean but they didn't well, want women in that space. Yeah, but like like comparing it to Star Trek, the only reason Star Trek had a fandom was women were like, no, keep that show on the air. I'm a really into it. I'm going to write my slash zines on the side from Catholic school. Like, the show lasted as long as it did to be liked by men because women kept it alive. Like, Star Trek... Uh, conventions were the first one and they were run and moderated by women like which is different certainly now than what you're seeing uh from the star wars fandom but also i mean without doing some research and time traveling i feel like it probably started out with a higher ratio of of men than other ones have i don't know because i know that i was a big fan now I'm not a gender-conforming individual. Yeah. Uh, so it's really hard to for me to tell what is me having a masculine or a feminine moment. Like, there's no... It, mm-hmm. it, I am not the, the point of data that you can really extrapolate anything from. Yeah. But I do know that why I had a hard time was because I was openly female. Mm-hmm in these chat rooms and it was you know eventually it was just like wait a minute this isn't fun no i'm not having like fun conversations with people Mm -hmm. this is just awful and i also didn't see like any you know they put out a whole magazine that they put in the actual mail Mm -hmm. every month and it never like Hey, how about you stop being jerkwads or something? Like, you knew they knew that it was happening. Well, it was probably written by jerkwads. Exactly. (laughs) And I was just like, you know what? I'm never doing this again. I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. And and ever since then, like, I have liked things. I like a lot of things. I like so many things. But I'm not going to be a fan. Yeah. And it's because of Star Wars Mm -hmm. and its fandom. Yes. Uh, so, no, I'm not surprised that it's gotten very fash. Uh, it's been a boys club echo chamber mm-hmm. for decades. Yeah. Uh, Which isn't to say that, like, uh, um, predominantly female or, or other uh, fan fandoms, fan groups can't be super toxic. Right. Um, but if there's sexism or misogyny, it's going to have a different flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I just think that the Star Wars fan base is kind of that OG, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this is the reason, this is the model that toxic fandom follows. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll never do it again. Never. Well, yeah. I don't, uh, you know, I know people that go to conventions for like Comic-Con or stuff like that. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. there's, you could not pay me to set foot in there. Yeah. And I love making costumes. Like, the idea of cosplay. I love my cosplay friends. I love 
hearing people who are passionate about these fandoms mm-hmm. tell me about them. I'm never going to be a part of it. Yeah. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love seeing other people get the opportunity to enjoy it, but I'll never do it. Burned. I'll never do it. Burned. No, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, it's just the the other thing with it is with it being so iconic and influential, it's Star Wars to say anything against it. Um, even from like the people who are just casual, like, yeah, I like Star Wars, but they're not in the fandom or what have you it cannot be heard you yeah like the criticism at any level just can't be taken because it's star wars it's star wars what are you saying it's star wars yeah yeah like it's it's the reaction i get from people when i'm like i think spielberg is a hack and then they're like what it's spielberg have you seen his movies and i'm like yeah Spielberg, as a creator, is a hack. The movies are probably good in spite of him. And then I bring up examples now. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's it's like, you're missing the point. Yeah. You can like it. It's got problems. Well, okay. So, it seems as well that uh, a lot of the newer Star Wars material... Mm is attempting to like reclaim star wars and it's just upsetting everyone yes <laughs> like because <laughs> current fans i would hazard guess are more fash than back in the 70s well but what about like uh the woman that was in the mandalorian oh yeah 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 that is super right wing, mm-hmm. and like was just shocked that like what I'm not Star Wars hero material. Yeah, it's present day. Yeah, like, um, like so to like try to do a return, right to a New Hope, is going to be like re more vilifying the Sith, or you know it's going to be a different dynamic than they've been leading into for so long that present day like new generation of star wars fans are going to be like what's this oh my gosh this isn't what i've been seeing for 10 years i just had like a crashing awful thought Mm. i just realized why they can't actually be nazis and and display nazism as the bad, right? Mm. Even though they're 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 hearkening to it, yeah, with imagery like, and emotions. It's it's right? pretty basic, like pop culture film three theory to be like they're Nazis, right? Nazis. Uh, this is something I've gone in depth on other people's podcasts for. Mm. They are national socialists, and that is not to be confused with just socialists. Yep, right. The national socialist is. The absolute opposite of a socialist. National is like the key part of that. Nationalism, woof. Right, but it's also a belief that the government 
is supposed to um, protect your interests, right? Like national identity. Both of them. Both yeah. socialism. When you use the word socialism, the government is protecting your interests. Mm -hmm. A socialist, a left-wing socialist, the ones that we talk about today with the democratic socialists and the other socialist mm -hmm. movements, those are economic socialists mm -hmm. that the government needs to come in and help control and regulate the economic well-being of the citizenry. Mm -hmm. The National Socialist um, believes that it's the government's job to protect the cultural identity yeah. of the population. That what needs to be protected is um, the the religion, the racial makeup. The values. The, the values, yeah. Um, and Star Wars is never going to be able to present the Empire that way because it has and always will be a vast multicultural universe. And they're never showing them doing the ethnic cleansing. They're never showing them do mm -hmm. National Socialism, mm -hmm. right? Well, along that point, something that, again, I only noticed this watch as an adult was... Uh, the alien, like, the treatment of aliens in this movie is real xenophobic. Like, all of the aliens are brutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then you have some, like, refined white space monks who are like, I have a semi-British accent, and I have faith, and I'm very, uh -huh. like, hmm. And uh -huh. then you got, like, even, even Chewy, who's, like, one of the good guys is like he doesn't get a medal even though he was present for the thing that should have gotten a medal he's a bipedal space dog who will rip your arms off if you make him mad yep like all of the aliens uh -huh. are are seen as as like as uh, lower intelligent uh -huh. roughneck th thugs yeah so it's actually not a big step to go another step farther mm -mm. into why this is very fascist yeah it's not unreasonable to look at what is wrong with the empire as being a forced diversity issue it's like we let we they've let all brought, these outside influences brought in. everybody together they've mm -hmm. decided to make a big conglomerate a melting pot a melting pot right mm -hmm. so it's not i like Everybody will sit there and say, wait, they're Nazis that, you know, mm -hmm. because of the uniforms, because of the uniforms and the just evil. Mm -hmm. And we've we've uh, as a nation up until fairly recently, just Nazi and evil were really easy correlations, well, they're right? Wearing uniforms with almost everybody. Like, yeah. You see the uniform and you're like, OK, I know who you but, are. But you get people talking about mm -hmm. forced diversity. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, how is the empire doing anything but. Forcing together diverse groups under one umbrella. I mean, mm -hmm. is that not? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's what they meant well, when they made it. But it is what keeps it from actually being able to show the politics of an actual national socialist movement, whether they modeled it off of Nazis or not. Well, and here's here's the other thing. There's clearly uh, tiers of, of citizenry, right? Like just looking at. Uh, organic versus droid 
uh-huh. like the droids are, are second class citizens. Like they're walking around, they're autonomous, they've got goals and and things. And then they say at the at the, uh, we don't serve your kind here. Yeah, right. Like e- like not even addressing the aliens, just like organic droid. Yeah. Um, and that's in these original movies. That's in the movies that are coming out now from Disney. Uh-huh. And, and uh, it was one of these. It was the one that had Donald Glover in it. Um, Rogue One? No, not Rogue One. Because they all die. Or no, it was Rogue One. Uh-huh. It was Rogue One, where they're doing the missions, and they're in the they're in the Millennium Falcon, and it turns out the ship's been sentient the entire time, and you have a a, a droid who's uh, coded as black and female, who's talking about like like power to the droids we need to like rise up resistance style like free ourselves from slavery and it's treated by the movie as a joke the entire time oh my gosh amanda the more we've talked about this i don't think star wars accidentally promotes fascism well not now but I, also, I think it always did, and I, and maybe it was because they didn't understand what fascism was. I don't, but it's I, quite possible that, that that everybody worked on it was like, yeah, forcing all of these groups of people together. I don't. I don't think there was that much thought. I don't know with the original. Ones. I don't know, but it's really Nazi. And like I've tried, like I've seen, not all, but a lot of the newer Star Wars releases. Because I was married to a Star Wars fan for a while. I've seen all of them. And it's like, this is garbage. And a lot of people like Star Wars and it comes up all the time. And I'm like, what about like the droid racism problem where it's treated as a joke? And they're like, ha, what? What? No, that was a joke. And I'm like, but why is racism a joke? It's not funny. They're, the good guys are subjugating these people who are also saving the region. Actually. Up into including the dang ship, apparently. Yeah. Like. You know, I, I feel like uh, I've seen a lot of these bad things happening. And, and it's been really hard to separate like oh i that that gives me bad vibes um based on what the storytelling is mm. and and based on just like that vestigial like star wars burn that mm. i've had since the fandom crisis of 1997 <laughs> um <laughs> it was a crisis the AOL was involved. chat room crisis of 1997 you know, the big one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, it's hard to tell the difference when I have like really negative emotions towards Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That is it the leftover feelings from 1997 because a lot of investment was put into oh, yeah. that Star Wars fandom yeah. for me that was just burned to the ground. Or is it because it's actually bad content? It's hard for me like it's clearly scrambled my brain. I mean, I straight up, like, performative gatekeeping at Amanda. It was hilarious. And have blocked it from my mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been a number of years. Like, it's just toxic. You didn't have to move it from, like, apartment to apartment. No. <laughs> and I'm sure 
It was done in the spirit of just hilarious. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yes, I did ruin a vintage in the package unopened <laughs> previously pristine but she sh- you should know listeners she shelled out she didn't use a black sharpie she used a metallic silver sharpie so it had pizzazz <laughs> i don't need the object to like have the platonic ideal of the object in my mind forever <laughs> it's glorious i love it <laughs> I feel like I need to make you a new one. No, well, well, I'm going to have to mail it to my ex. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to hold on to it. <laughs> I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> I did as a child. And then I yeah, put away childish too. things. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, it, I think it's really interesting that your hot take is one that I was also feeling. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it's total been, coincidence. It's, it's been a hard. It's been a hard one. It's a hard one to sell, because oh, I think we saw it. Yeah, everything is coded mm-hmm. as supposed to be anti-fascist, but it's not. Like, look at it. It's not. It's not. It's selling major kudos bucks on. Uh, it's confused about on what it is. Fascist props and toys and costumes, like. <laughs> Like, we had fellow law students dress up as stormtroopers for one of our finals that first semester because one of the new Star Wars movies was coming out, and they were going to go catch it after the final. Yeah. And it was a Star Wars-themed law exam. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... I, and I think there were two people. Well, yeah, they were going showed together. Showed up as stormtroopers. They were going to together. To a law final. Yes. Like, it's that much a part of pop culture it's it's taken for granted because of how it's it's a behemoth it's huge yeah so like i'm continent because of star wars gummy bribery it it was the combination actually of the gummies and not being allowed to sit down with the family to watch the movie until I'd proven I could potty. (laughs) This is like, once you do that, you can watch the Star Wars and eat the little chewy candy. (laughs) Amanda was Pun intended. What, were you like nine? (sighs) I couldn't. You just remember it so well. This is like. I didn't have a lot going on. Like, oh, I have to go into the office today. No, like, like the big thing was Star Wars and potty training. That was my day. Like, <laughs> I was highly motivated by Star Wars. It stayed with me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, this is why we've argued for years and years and years is because it's like, you can't say you're not a fan of Star Wars. You don't know it. You Like, Sean. And I'm like, yeah, but I've seen it so much. I know it. Like, I'm no longer in diapers. Proof I enjoyed Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) How can you question that? So when you start wearing diapers again, then you're done with Star Wars. I mean, I've been done for a while. I hope that's not, like, part of it. (laughs) All right. Well, do you have have an Ubrick, Amanda? Uh, 
remastered pew pew laser sounds to match the visuals. All right. Curse that man for having to finesse the film so much. I don't want to talk about that. I'm just like, I don't want to talk about that. The guy sucks. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Don't make me talk about that. Anyway, Emmy, what's your Ubrick? <laughs> Mine's going to be like a uh, lightsaber sound to like block the little pew pews that you just sent at me. Okay. And deflect them back to you. Are you a fan or not a fan? Do you approve of the the beating the horse <laughs> with the visuals? I don't even I'm not even gonna ask what you meant by that. Java did not look like I that don't wanna theater. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very de- I don't wanna talk about it. This is a very divisive no. franchise. Okay, guys. I don't think we disagree. I just don't it hurts. Don't ask me. <laughs> I it just Amanda, sucks. It Amanda, sucks. Amanda. I was there opening night for the re-release when they released the, oh, the, no! the, the things. Okay, when they released no! the edits, okay? I got to the scene in Mos Eisley and I forced myself asleep in very similar fashion to when I thought my plane was going to crash and I didn't want to be awake for it. It was that bad? It was that upsetting to me. It's I just bad. shut my eyes off. <laughs> I was like, I am out. It was a midnight showing. Oh, no. It It was like... Oh. I had to wait in line. I had read about it for months and months and months okay. in my little magazine. And I don't want to talk about it. I respect that. Now I know we're on the same page. Okay. All right. Well, let's remind everyone that we're <laughs> professionals. And so, so chill. <laughs> don't watch chillest. these at home. 